Hi, I'm Pam Dunn, and for the next 10 minutes or so, join me in a conversation that will provide practical ways to access your inner wisdom. Since being wise means you will act and behave based upon your knowledge, what you know, it means when we know better, we can do better. There is immense wisdom in listening and learning from others. So what you hear today will provide infinite possibilities and opportunities for practice. Hello, everybody. Welcome to 10 Minutes of Infinite Wisdom. This is Pam Dunn, and my special guest today is Lisa Izami. And Lisa is a social worker as well as a certified coach and course leader for Your Infinite Life Training and Coaching Company. And I've known Lisa for quite a few years. We stopped counting. And, <laughs> and the, the thing that we're going to talk about today is the wisdom of calm in a crisis. So Lisa, thank you for being here. And I think the first thing as far as introducing is since I've known you for so long and I'm, you know, saying calm in a crisis, I'm not necessarily referring to, you know, like a big happening, like a pandemic <laughs> crisis. I'm, I'm referring to the crisis of everyday life, really, that I've noticed that you've developed the wisdom to increase your ability to be calm during those situations. So let's talk first about what's the benefit of being able to reach that level of calm in a crisis situation or what might seem to be a crisis? Well, you know, with, without the ability to, to know that there's like a stable core that I can reach, I personally feel so untethered and so ungrounded and it the further away I get from that sort of centering it within myself, the more acutely uncomfortable it is. And honestly, it's probably been a trait that I developed uh, just to keep myself comfortable because for me, it's so uncomfortable to be that far off my, my core center self. You know, it's uh, like, as you're talking, I'm thinking, well, that's how it feels when you're in a crisis is to be off of your core and centered self. Well, well, it's true. And yeah, so sometimes like what's happening right now is completely outside of ourselves and it can feel like it's pulling us away. And if I, if I allow it to happen, I will get pulled all the way into the crisis, but it is always my choice. And sometimes it doesn't feel like it. And sometimes it might take me a few hours or even a few days uh, mm. to remember that it's my choice. But the, it's almost instantaneous. As soon as I remember that it's my choice, I can always bring myself back. Not like a natural wow. occurrence that, you know, there's things that you have to do uh, mm. that I have to do. Um, so what but, are some things that you do to bring yourself to a place of calm? when you're experiencing a personal crisis? Uh, first and foremost, well, I don't know. There's several things. I don't want to give anything a first because they're all important. Uh, I meditate sometimes once a day. Sometimes I forget for a day. Sometimes four or five times a day. Sometimes for 10 minutes. Uh, rarely more than 20 minutes, really. I don't have the attention span for it. But 
sometimes even two or three minutes can make all the difference in the world. Mm. Um, I do pray. I know everybody doesn't, but it, it definitely is helpful for me. And the more I learn to trust and work with my body's intuition, the more I need to go outside and just get my feet on the ground. And for me nowadays, that is maybe the most immediately grounding thing I can do is just go take a walk. Yeah, so I can see what you're saying and how you so you know gracefully put that is that it's really important for everybody to find their own way. You know, that brings them back to their calm. But you know, as you mentioned earlier, you do have to do something. Like you can't expect to be off center or you know, especially when you're immersed in a crisis situation and expect that, oh, I'll have, you know, eventually I'll just get back to my calm. You actually have to do it consciously. It's true. And at the same time, there sometimes I'm in that space where I go, I know I have to take steps and I can't right now. Mm. I don't have it in me right now. And that's when I just love always that you gave us that perfect language of holding space where I just have to say, you know what, Lisa, tomorrow you might, you probably will. Or the day after, it doesn't matter. You know, it'll happen. Uh, and it's okay if you can't do it today. Boy, I love that so much. That there's so much wisdom in that ability to just be all right with even not being all right. That's not that easy, but it, uh, it doesn't feel great even when you're doing it, but it buys you time. <laughs> it's so, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, but it's something that as, as I said it, I'm like, well, I hope I remember that for myself even at a time when I'm not ready, you know, or I'm not willing. I, I so appreciate that. That's, that's amazing. The one thing I, I want to ask now, because we're talking about like when I'm, you know, when we're in, somebody is in a personal, like you're in a personal crisis and how you access the wisdom of calm. But let's talk about our kids, our loved ones, our family members, our coworkers, our, you know, you're a social worker, your clients. What, what is it that you do to remain calm when they're in crisis? Okay, I, I know, I hope this doesn't sound arrogant, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm aware that I'm the one who knows mm. how to do this. Uh, I, you wow. know, when, pe when people turn to me in crisis, they do it because they've come to expect that I am that stable, calm, and I'm very proud of that, and I take it very seriously. Oh, listen to me. So, uh, you know, I even if I'm not in that space for myself, if someone else is involved, I'll I'll fake it through uh, and provide it for them, even if I'm not feeling it in that moment. But of course, the mere act of, of doing that for someone else brings me back anyway. So it's it's a it's a gift either way. Gosh, that there was so much that you said in that, and and you know I can feel it too what you're saying, but. It wasn't arrogant at all, by the way. I think I, I can imagine, and I was imagining even myself in times when perhaps my kids were in crisis. And, 
and I do, I think either consciously or unconsciously, you know, I, I would say, okay, I've got to be the center of gravity, the, the person, the stable one, as you said, the calm one, because they need someone to lean on in that moment. You know, as I'm saying that though, I'm wondering because you have to know, especially if this is a close person, this crisis isn't yours. But, and that is, that is harder. Um, okay. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to refer back to your own genius, Miss Pam Dunn, because <laughs> Pam, for those of you listening, helped me through some seriously challenging waters. This has been over a decade ago uh, with my son when he was a teenager and my husband, they didn't get along. And, um, you know, Pam was my go-to at, at the time because it was difficult because I felt very caught in between the two of them. And, you know, it was, it was you just saying, listen, you can't hold that energy for them because as much of that energy as you hold for them, that's energy they're not going to hold for themselves. That's responsibility they're not going to take. And uh, it, it was, oh, such a difficult lesson, but it proved so valuable. And I, I've never let go of it. You know, other people's stuff just isn't mine. And there's nothing I can do to make it mine if I wanted to, but I've been trying this long enough that I don't even want to anymore. My daughter's trying to move right now and having a whole lot of uh, difficulties. And she, she's one of those people when she's uncomfortable in the moment, she, she yells and screams and makes a lot of noise. So everybody knows that she's uncomfortable. And we used to kind of think that made her fragile, but what I know about her now is there's nothing fragile about her. And so I, I want to be there and let her know that I, I'm walking with her and that I understand how uncomfortable it is for her. And I want to be a sounding board. And she is 100% capable of handling everything that's on her plate right now. You know, the, the wisdom in what you're saying that, that I can hear, there's a couple things about you know, how to be calm in that crisis. And the first one was, you know, when you said that other people's stuff isn't mine. And, and I hear that phrase, that sentence a lot. But, but when you said it, it's not, you know, I, I often hear it like, well, it's their stuff. It's not mine. Like you can hear my tone where it's more of a, a pushing them away. But I can see when you were doing it and how you talked about with your husband and son, is that you were still caring for and about them at the same time recognizing that you had to some find a way to detach from the crisis which is incredibly wise thing to do and then the other thing that you were talking about with your daughter which i'm sure you had to do with the others too is that you see them as self-reliant you're looking for the place where they are and I think that is such a beautiful way to even sum up how, how to, you know, become wise in being calm during a crisis. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you, if you don't have faith in the other people involved in your crisis to do their part or to understand or to work things out for themselves, you will, I, in the past have just almost uh, allowed myself to be crushed under the burden of thinking I have to manage it all. And it's, 
it's not possible. And even if it were, it doesn't help anyone else because they never learn how to do their own stuff. Yes, that's beautiful. Thank you so much. We're, we're really done right now and we could talk for hours, I think, <laughs> about this topic. But I, you know, I want to sum it up by, uh, you know, the wisdom of being calm in a crisis, uh, which is the last thing that you said was even if you don't have faith that somebody can move through it or handle the crisis, find where you can, you know, look for where that is. So Lisa, thank you so much. And those of you that want to know more about Lisa, you can find her on our website at www.yourinfinitelifeonline.com. Thank you so much, Lisa. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you everyone for joining us. And if you benefited from this podcast, please like and or comment in iTunes. Find more about our coaching and our offerings at www.yourinfinitelifeonline.com. And also have a great week accessing your inner wisdom.